ironic part is, the very people that hate gays against groomers the most are the very people who are responsible for our existence in the first place. Gays against groomers never should have had to be made. But these people will not leave children alone. They just have to be creepy around children all the time. They avidly, passionately defend being creepy around children. They won't just leave children alone. We are here as a reaction to their disgusting perversion of children. So if they want us gone that badly, you can get rid of us by getting rid of the need for us to exist. You stop being creepy around children and we will be gone. Can you believe the transphobia here, folks? Can you believe it? I'm trying to deliver a petition. Which one of you is going to take it? Which one of you is going to take it? What's that? For you to leave the room. Why? Why did you, Dr. Why did you throw Dr. Hannah under the bus? No normal person in their right mind would dress up like that and go teach kids. Come on. Are you guys okay in your head? Oakville's becoming a mockery of the world. What's wrong with you guys? Come on. You Stop this! Get this teacher out of here! Get him out of that school by Monday for sure! What are you gonna do? Who's gonna take this? Who's gonna take this? Who is gonna take this petition? I just wanna say as a woman who has been both surgically and chemically castrated, um, this is not a space you want to enter without a lot of thought, a lot of research, a lot of pushback, a lot of critical thinking, because once you are in this arena, you cannot leave. I am a medical patient for life, and it is a space that I would not wish upon my worst enemy. How is everybody doing? I'm doing okay. Thanks for asking. Tis I, the native patriot. Why am I a gay against groomers? Well, decades ago, gays were just trying to be part of normal society and be seen as normal citizens. Fast forward to today, the modern LGBT community seems to be pushing children into really weird facets of the LGBT community, like pushing them into sexualized drag shows, pushing them into sexualized pride parades, and going to the lengths of 
allowing children to medically transition into genders that these kids think they are. Um, once upon a time, gays were just trying to be part of normal society and be seen as normal citizens, but nowadays it seems like it's being hijacked by a bunch of crazy people, and I am just a gay using my voice and speaking up against it. Louisiana Representative Mike Johnson just introduced the Stop the Sexualization of Children Act. And the media is already trying to brand this as a national don't say gay bill. But as a gay person, I fully approve of the bill. All this bill is doing is prohibiting the use of federal funds for any activity or literature that depicts sexual content to children under the age of 10. The act defines sexually oriented material as any depiction, description, or simulation of sexual activity, any lewd or lascivious depiction or description of human genitals, or any topic involving gender identity, gender dysphoria, transgenderism, sexual orientation, or related subjects. As a gay person, I understand that children have a million other things to learn about this world than sexual orientation or gender identity and they especially shouldn't be exposed to explicitly sexual material. To me, this bill just seems like common sense. This is my life as someone who has been both chemically and surgically castrated. I am now owned by the pharmaceutical industry. Okay? This is not fun. This is not glamorous. This is not cool. This is not part of any trend, okay? This is serious shit. I have no freedom. I am owned by these, okay? Do you understand what it feels like? The thrill wears off very fast, okay? So if you think it's funny to mess around with hormones, don't, it's not fun. It's not fun. I hate this, I hate this. And I don't wanna see anyone else go down a path that makes them reliant on this. So Jamie and I were talking and we're wondering why would any adult want to change the sexual organs of a child? The only purpose of genitalia is to be used in a sexual way. So if a child believes they're transgender, why does it matter what genitalia they have? The only reason to have a surgery on your genitals is if you were going to use them. So if children aren't using these body parts, why are we changing them? And it really makes you question the motivation behind this entire agenda. I've always said that big pharma is a major factor. All these kids are becoming patients for life, hooked up to that system. Um, but also I believe normalizing pedophilia is a big part of it too. And I just don't understand why any adult would want a child to change their sex organs. Unless, of course, these adults that prey on the children want them to be sexual. So what rights don't you have? Can you explain, anybody? What rights don't you have? What rights don't you have? I will defend my property. What, what rights don't you have? What rights don't you have? What rights don't you have? There's no, there is no child born in the wrong body. 
try trying to indoctrinate them. There's no, there is no child born in the wrong body. No child is 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 born in the wrong body. The Arizona Department of Education is offering Q chat spaces to LGBTQ plus youth 13 years and older to talk about sex with random adults without parental consent. This is dangerous for three different reasons. Number one, that opens the door for any adult, no matter who, if you know them or not, to discuss sex with your child. Number two, it is an attack on the nuclear family. It will cause further divide between children and their parents because it will teach them to seek knowledge from anyone but them. Number three, it will make it more difficult for children to differentiate between the good intentions of adults and the bad intentions. It will make it easier for them to be groomed because they won't know the difference and they will have people they trust talking to them about sex. Once upon a time, it made sense to tell children not to talk to strangers. Nowadays, they're being encouraged to. Please, pay attention to what your children are being taught in school. Pay attention to who's teaching your children in school. Get involved in your child's education and never ever take a teacher's word or a school board's word as the final word. Apparently today is National Coming Out Day. I don't even know why we need such a national day. I came out of the closet 23 years ago in Israel in a small town where there was no other tomboys like me. I was the only masculine girl. Every, uh, people were bullied me for that actually, but I knew what I am. I realized what I am when I was 13 years old, eventually 14, started sharing it. And really back then it was difficult to come out of the closet. But today we made a full circle nowadays, like Back then, there was no more tomboys. We used to see them all the time. I used to have many friends who were tomboys or masculine girls, but they don't exist anymore. They're not encouraged to come out of the closet today at the National Coming Out Day. Instead, these girls are being pushed to mutilate their body, to block their hormones, and to do uh, irreversible changes to themselves just because they're masculine, and therefore they probably believe that they're boys. On today, National Coming Out Day, let's be vocal and say stop trancing the gay away. Let gay people stay gay. Stop telling them that they probably trans and they'll be happier if they'll change their gender. Happy National Coming Out Day, gays. Um, actually, uh, Billboard Chris posted something yesterday about you know, one of his recent conversations on the street and talking to somebody. And it was, I, I basically commented on like these people, like this person is not trans and they're trying to speak for us and they're making us sound stupid <laughs> because basically they were, Chris goes, well, what does it feel like to be a girl? And he was like, well, I don't know. He goes, do you know what it feels like to be this? Or like, if it's based on a feeling, how do you know what it's like to be a girl? I don't, I know what it's like to have gender dysphoria. And not and not feel comfortable in my own body, but it doesn't mean that I'm. I don't. I, I hate this narrative that you were. You know, I'm a boy or I'm a girl trapped in a boy's body. Like I hate that. That is not what it is. You know, like type thing. Mm -hmm. I think we uh, we need to 
not stop saying that because I think the issue is, is yes, I have gender dysphoria. I, yeah, I don't know what it feels like to be an actual, I don't know what it feels like to be a woman because, and honestly, do you know what it feels like to be another woman? Like that's the thing. It's like, do all women feel the same? Like it's an individual feeling that you can't explain. (laughs) It drives me crazy. And I, I'm so happy you said that because I don't like that narrative. I don't like that version of trying to explain what it is either. When they say exactly what you just said, well, I'm a woman trapped in, in a man's body. Like, no, you're not. You're you're a man who's not comfortable in your body, but like you're yeah. don't you don't know what what is a woman is not a feeling. <laughs> like it, 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 anyway, I appreciate you saying that. Conejo Valley School Board. I'm back and here to discuss the affirmative therapy your schools are participating in as part of the social emotional learning doctrine being pushed in curriculum. Children are indeed social creatures, but some childhood experiences, like medical issues, are not the business of the classroom. I and my brothers have a medical condition called multiple hereditary exostoses and was subjected to multiple procedures throughout my schooling, as were they. We also have the scars and permanent deformities to prove it. Our teachers privately and discreetly made arrangements for us to continue our studies and resume coursework when we were healthy enough to return to class. We weren't born wrong, just different. Sharing private medical information with the class to normalize a child's experience is extremely dangerous. HIPAA is very clear that medical data is extremely protected, but reading Call Me Max to explain transgenderism to children is okay. Will you be reading Skylar Didn't Eat Today too? This fictitious story features a portly child who's uncomfortable in their own body because everyone on TV is skinny. So the story is designed to help all children learn how to skip a day's worth of meals to achieve the self-love we so desperately want for them. Sounds enchanting, doesn't it? Skylar grows up to be a world-famous runway model, by the way. Dr. Metzger, a pediatric endocrinologist for British Columbia Children's Hospital, was recently seen on Zoom stating that even diabetic teens are resistant to helpful health advice because they just don't care. Teens and children have a sense of immortality that parents and adults spend nights worrying over, but as long as they're happy in the moment, sterilization, hormones, pronouns, and secret conversations with children are fine. 
No child is born wrong, and to plant a seed of doubt in a child's mind about how they were made is cruel, disgusting, and destructive. How dare you? How dare all of you? A gag, we have a saying for that. Okay, groomer. If you hate gay people, don't change a thing. If you hate gay people, you're working to destroy the community. If you hate gay people, keep coming for the children. We are at a pivotal moment in history when in modern day, there are governments actively taking rights away from my community. As the director of operations and the California chapter lead for Gays Against Groomers, on behalf of them and the million people I represent here today, we humbly ask that you stop. Rights are being taken away from us. The question should be why? Well, let me explain that to you. It's because the gay community has taken it too far like we always do. In Florida, they took it too far with pornographic materials in schools under the umbrella of inclusivity and love, which caused the government to step in. Texas took it too far while involving minors in adult entertainment under the umbrella of inclusivity and love, which caused Texas government to step in. Exposing babies to sexual orientation and gender theory is too much for the minds of children. Florida leads the way in such, leads the way in such legislation in ensuring children have the positive right to be children. This board is a blatant example of what is destroying my community. Again, if you hate gay people, keep doing what you're doing. If you hate gay people, please ignore these signs. If you hate gay people, Keep coming for the kids. I can't believe this happened. I ruined my life. Um, when you break it down, I decided that I didn't want to be a woman before I had ever even experienced being a woman. I had no idea what being a woman was like because I was a child and um, now I feel like I will never entirely know. Um, <clears throat> I, I want to say that I really feel like some people in the trans community and the trans medicalists and the doctors really, really target the most vulnerable of us. I have borderline personality disorder and I know for a fact that this is the reason for my transition. Um, it's a very difficult mental illness and uh, one of the core features is not having any sense of self or identity and um, my doctors knew this um, I, I told them, even though they didn't ask, um, that I had been diagnosed with BPD, um, and it was all fine to them. I wasn't happy as a girl, so that meant I was a boy and I was trans, and so I, I just, um, took the cure that was handed to me. Um... I, I was told that I was being given a cure and I, I wouldn't want to kill myself anymore. Um, and it wasn't true. 
Oh, I didn't want to cry in this video, but this is such a hard thing to talk about. I, um, I lost a lot of things to this. And I just hope that anyone else who's going through what I went through as a young girl will not be prescribed hormones and surgery because of other things. Um, you know, there are so many mental health disorders that make you hate your body. And the solution isn't to change your body, it's to fix your brain, you know? Um, I just don't want anyone else to ever feel this way. I lost my voice, I lost my chest. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to have kids. Um, I feel like no one wants to date me or love me because I'm ruined. From when I was very young, around five years old, I felt like I was limited in what I could do in life as a girl or as a woman. By the time I was about 13, I was starting to feel really depressed. I started self-harming. I started developing an eating disorder. I was introduced to a belief system. If you don't fit in, that's a sign that you're trans. If you don't like your body, then that's a sign that you're trans. And if you transition, all of these problems will be fixed. When I was 22, I started injecting testosterone into my body so that I could medically transition from female to male. Pretty much as soon as I turned 18, I made an appointment. I went to Planned Parenthood. One appointment took about an hour. I called Planned Parenthood. We had about a 30 minute phone conversation and then I was prescribed testosterone over the phone. I was saying stuff like, oh, I think that I'm gonna be so much happier after I transition. Like I'm really depressed now and, I, and I'm suicidal, but everything's gonna be so much better after I transition. I have to say there was a small, like underlying anxiety, like beneath the excitement that was like a fear that I might be doing something wrong. My life just became like a total disaster. And then right after the surgery, I had been hit with these like awful feelings of having made like a huge mistake. Like undeniable, just like, oh no, like what have I done? You know, I was like looking down at my body and seeing like, this like, these like weeping gashes on my chest and just having like the most awful feeling. Every year we don't stop this. How many hundreds or thousands of young girls like me, like some of you, how many of them are going to weep at the chance to have their newly lumpy chest flattened out again by mastectomies before they stop being sore? I was thinking about that and realizing like, I don't really feel better. It just finally hit me that like, oh my God, like this has all been a mistake, everything. I also don't really feel like a man. I just feel like a woman who has had her breasts cut off. It wasn't enough for me to just like detransition and get on with my life. I really wanted to understand what went on, what happened to me. And I wanted to understand what was going on in the world. We do our girls a disservice when we lie to them and tell them they don't have to be women. We tell them they can be anything they want to be, but we have forgotten to tell them to love being who they are. 
I wanted people to know that there is life after detransition, even if you've made serious physical changes. Woman, women, mother, mum, girls, girls, daughter. To those people, the peddlers of transgender ideology, these are not your words to give away. That's problem!